What's up, my bandies? Welcome back to another episode of Happy Abandonment. I'm your host, Migdalia Bonilla. As always, you know me, solo, independent fucking gal. So, for all my ladies listening, I am on birth control. I I do an IUD, which if anyone listening actually did i end up deleting that episode and not putting it i don't fucking know we're gonna talk about it again an iud it is a shaped thing that goes up the fucking coochie into the uterus and blocks off the fallopian tubes it sounds super simple but it is so fucking painful and it's i i had one in a month ago because it like they last like five to ten, five to ten years it depends on the ones that you get so i was due to get a new one in or take the old one out whatever and then put a new one in yeah so i go in there get the procedure done super simple super fast hurt like a bitch maybe you want to cry whatever but having a baby is a lot more painful so sacrifices and you have to like go through doing an ultrasound and then a couple weeks later you go for a checkup well i got it in and a week later i was like cramping which is normal no cramps are normal after you get a new iud inserted it's whatever but i could feel this bitch down in my cervix area like i felt it it was cramping i just thought it was normal it was nothing so i went in for my ultrasound didn't say anything because legally they cannot say anything because they are not a doctor. They have to do it, look at it, and if it was like life-threatening, they would get the doctor and, you know, they would tell you whatever and whatever the fuck. So, during that time, uh, after my ultrasound, I've had sex. And not me and my boyfriend don't really have safe sex. But, you know whatever we're not gonna get into the nitty-gritty of it yet um but it all was fine like certain positions like kind of hurt and i was like okay maybe i'm just being like a sensitive little bitch anyway i go in for my fucking checkup and this bitch this iud was literally it moved down into my cervix yeah and the doctor was like, did sex hurt? And I was like, you know, no, like, not really. Like, certain positions kind of hurt. They, whatever. She was like, oh, really? Like, that's surprising because during the ultrasound, it showed that, you know, you, like, it moved. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's great. She was like, oh, yeah. And then I talked to her about my weight because ever since I fucking got on hormonal birth control, which hormonal birth control can make you gain weight it's the whole thing about being a woman even being a guy like hormones and testosterone or whatever the levels in humans matters for everything and so we decided that i was going to get this the previous one out and get a copper iud inserted instead because the copper one is toxic to sperm and eggs and creates a harsh environment that they cannot survive in in the uterus so i was like let's try that i haven't been off of hormones since i was like 16 when my mom caught me sending nudes and decided that me being on birth control in that moment was the price I had to pay, like my consequence basically, because she was like, I'm not having a fucking teenage pregnant daughter in my house, so you're going on birth control. So I've never known what my adult body feels like uh, off hormones. So we're going to figure it out. Maybe this will help my weight. Maybe this will help my mood swings or some shit. I haven't had a period. Like I, obviously I have a period, but I don't like fucking bleed. So I've spotted a few times like on it over the past five years but like now I'm gonna have either a normal period or it'll just be more excessive that's one of the side effects but there's so many 
types of birth control. Like, I was on the patch one one time. Obviously, the pill. Um, and it's it's very... I don't know. I feel like in order for girls to, like, not have to go through a whole bunch of shit that fucks with their hormones at a young age, they should try to make non-hormonal birth control because, dude, going as a teenager from, like, from a teenager to an adult, almost eight years of not knowing what your true body feels like off hormones... And I've had friends who have been off birth control and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. So we're gonna fucking try it. And I got my hair done today. I look so great because over a year ago I got my fucking hair done and this bitch made me look like a fucking carrot top and I've never gone back there and I just had to let my hair grow out and this, my stylist today did a fantastic job she was like, you should have been born with red hair. I was like, yeah, I know. And the 23andMe shit that I did when I was, uh, like, last year or something, I had, it. the one that you do shows a percentage on, like, what were your chances of being a redhead? What were your chances of being a blonde? What were your chances of, um, what is it, getting dimple or having dimples? What are the chances of you doing this or having this or having blue eyes or having green eyes or whatever the fuck? It's so interesting, and I was telling her about about this today, but it's so fucking fascinating. I love it. I try my best to get YouTube videos out, and every time my phone's like, oh, you're out of storage. It's not even a podcast if I don't bring it up, you know? Because I brought it up every podcast, because sometimes my phone likes to record, and it's like, yes, I'm happy, I'm here for you, I love you so much, I want you to post this video of you. And then it's like, no, fuck you, bitch. You don't get to post a video, you stupid cunt. Anyway, we are gonna talk about my virginity story. It's a doozy. Um, I feel like, so growing up, because my parents were so crazy about having a teenage pregnant daughter in the house, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna save it for marriage. Marriage is a good idea. And they weren't, my parents weren't really religious. I mean, not like that matters. But I didn't grow up in a religious household and nor am I very religious. I'm more spiritual. I guess the right term is agnostic. So like agnostic means that you believe that something's out there, but you like, you're like 50-50 on it. You're like, yeah, something could be out there and that's cool. Or like, oh, maybe there's not something out there, but you know... I'm just going to live life and be a good person and whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. That's basically my way of thinking. If like, as long as I'm a good person, you know, I keep my morals. I don't really have to worry about, you know, the negative aspects of the afterlife. Who knows? But I was so like, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to have sex when I'm married And, you know, that'll be, that'll be the true test or whatever, because sex was looked up or looked at in my house as, like, shameless thing. Like, having sex with multiple people is a shameless thing. And that's how it's been. And that's how society has also looked at it. Like, oh, if you have sex with so many people, you're a fucking whore. You're a slut and you deserve whatever. And growing up, that's not the fucking case. I've unlearned that because it doesn't matter. Like, you could have sex with 50, 100, 150 people, and it would not fucking matter. Why does it matter? Sex is fun. Sex is, sex can be fun, if you do it with the right person. And sometimes it's not fun, but guess what? You learn what you like and what you don't like. And I've had to learn that throughout my years. Like, sex is not bad. Knowing what you as a person like for your body, you know, as like how you get off specifically, you know, what makes you come, what makes them come. Like, 
it's it's more of an interesting game like oh what if i do this what are the end results it's really fascinating when you look at it because sometimes there's a physical just a physical connection only 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 sometimes there's an emotional connection it's fantastic sometimes there's a physical and emotional connection and it makes the sex so much better and i've had i've had the I've had both encounters where I like, oh, this is emotional, like it's great, I'm like emotionally invested, this is a great time, and then there have been times where I'm just like, okay, physically, like, yeah, it feels good, but I probably wouldn't do it with this person again, because we as women are more emotional, and men are more physical, so they don't really have the emotional, like, Actually, I'll tell this story after I tell you my virginity story. So, in previous episodes, I talked about Jailbait, my ex-boyfriend who went to prison and technically raped me. And I didn't know that it was rape until like years and years later after I was watching a fucking episode of Shameless. So, it's not like... So, I want to say technically because I was like... I didn't know it at the time that, you know, it was considered rape. So I'm not going to be like, oh, whatever, whatever. Because I don't feel like it's fair. Like, there are girls who have been, people, I should say, who have been brutally raped. And it's just like, it's. I don't feel like it's fair to them to be like, oh yeah, I was raped myself. And... I don't know. I hope that makes sense. But I just feel like I didn't know what it was. And I just don't want to be over here like, oh my god, like it was awful, whatever. Because I didn't know that it was what it was. And then these other girls or people who have been through something so awful and violent, like worse than me. And I'm sitting over here like saying like, oh yeah, I'm me. So awful. Like, I didn't know what the fuck it was. So, I can't really talk. But he went to prison for being accused of raping a girl. And in that moment, like, maybe it was one of those instances where, like, the girl was lying because she waited, like, two years, like, right before he turned 18 to press charges. And it happened, like, two years ago. It was a mess. It was very. It's very suspicious, the timing that it took for all of it to happen. Like, you waited till he turned 18 before you decided that you were going to press charges. Or maybe her parents had found out that she wasn't a virgin anymore and they, like, she kind of threw him under the bus so she wouldn't get in trouble. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know the whole, I don't know the full story. I don't really care to know the full story because it happened, it's done, it's over with, whatever. But I was in love with him. And I remember I was sitting with my friend Cinnamon Apple from previous episodes. And we were watching Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. She had had sex with one or two guys before I ever had sex. So, like, anything sexual, I would ask her, like... Did it hurt? What did it feel like? And I was always a horny kid. Like, I always thought about sex. I was a horny fucking child, which is so surprising because I waited till I was 18 to lose my virginity, which is kind of funny. So, we were watching Fifty Shades, and she wouldn't let me do anything with this kid, which I shouldn't be like, oh, she wouldn't let me. I just, I needed somebody to back me up to make me feel like I wasn't making a huge fucking mistake by giving something that I thought in the moment was like so important and previously like in that moment I was just I was young I was 18 like looking back now 18 like if I have 18 year olds listening right now 18 is young and you're gonna get to my age and you're gonna be like 
wow, I was so fucking stupid when I was 18. It's just, it's what happens. I'm probably going to be, when I turn 28, I'll probably look back and listen to these podcasts or like think about whatever I thought at the age of 24. I was like, wow, I was a fucking idiot. Who knows? It's just the way of life. We all reflect and look back at what we think is whatever. So she wouldn't, she wouldn't support my decision to have sex with this kid and lose my virginity. So we were watching Fifty Shades of Grey. And for those of you who don't know what Fifty Shades of Grey is, it is basically a sex movie with, oh, what the fuck's her name? She's a great actress. Absolutely love her. Joe, Joanna something, Joanna Johnson. I don't even fucking know. But she was a virgin in the movie and in order to like this guy was like it's it's very bdsm we were watching this sex scene and in order for this guy to like want or to like for her to like sign this contract of her being a submissive and him being like a dominant which like if you don't know the terms a dominant is someone who is like dominates you and then a submissive is like you do whatever they want like no questions asked like you just submit to whatever the fuck they want and that's basically the movie and he was very interested in her and she was like i she basically said that she was a virgin and he was like well we need to fix that before we can get into a contra- contractual agreement whatever so he ended up like taking her virginity and a funny fat fun fact they had to cgi like pubic hair on her pussy for some reason i think i read that somewhere like her uh pubic hair was all cgi like it's fake i love reading stuff about movies and shit just like random facts about whatever i just love cinema i love learning things about actors and actresses and whatever else so we were me and sim and apple were sitting there and she goes i want this for you i was like what she was like i want you to experience having sex because it is fantastic and i was like should i do it she was like yes so i immediately texted jailbait i was like what are you doing right now and he was like oh, I'm at home, whatever. And I was like, do you want to hang out? And he was like, yeah. And this was like 10 o'clock at night and he lived like 30 minutes away. So I got in my car and I hauled ass and we ended up fucking in my car at the time. And we slept in my car until like 6 a.m. And we had sex like three times and it was great I mean, if any, after years and years of having sex and not really, like, it's so fuzzy. Like, here's the thing. Losing your virginity, you're probably not going to remember every aspect of it because it becomes so insignificant to the rest of your life. It really does. Like, I can remember the things leading up to it. I can remember certain things after it, but I cannot tell you, like, this is what happened, and, like, then this happened, and then this happened, and whatever. Like, I can just tell you, like, he put a condom on, he put his dick inside me, and we went after it, and that was it. And then I slept in the car, and this was, like, pretty sure a couple days before Valentine's Day, and that was it. That's all I can tell you. And then I ended up dropping him off at, he was staying at a friend's house because I guess he got kicked out of his grandparents' house, whatever. And then I went and I drove back to Cinnamon Apple's house and, you know, slept it off. And she was like, oh my God, how did it go? Like, tell me everything. And I ended up telling her everything. I was like, and then the next day, oh my God, was it a sun? No, it wasn't a Sunday. It was a Saturday night. Sunday morning, and I was still like, you're going to be sore, but you're not going to be sore in the way that you walk funny. I mean, I guess it depends on the fucking cock, but you're not going to be sore 
in a way that you're gonna like need to be in a fucking wheelchair like in white chicks i mean like i said depends on the cock so that monday that i went to school every time i sat down it was like a little sore but not like like a sore it was just a oh my god like i would jump up a little i'm like oh my god like i would forget that i'd had sex until i sat down and i felt a soreness i was like oh my god and that's lit that's literally it like you it does it's not like an impact in your brain it's like because you have to think about it over and over again like oh my god i'm not a virgin anymore oh my god i've had sex oh my god i've had sex and you've you have to like talk yourself through it like oh my god i've had sex because you don't really feel like a changed person people are like oh my god you're like an, you're like a woman now you're you're an adult you had sex you've done this like there's not much of a fucking difference you're not like this changed being i mean sometimes you can lose weight because you know this is like the first like hard physical whatever like it's a different type of physical exercise you're not gonna you're not gonna be like crazy different you're not gonna transform into this mystical being that is blah 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 you're not gonna like you're not even gonna feel like an adult I still barely feel like an adult and I've had many sexual partners not as many as you would think I'm not gonna give the number because it's it's not relevant but sex is so losing your virginity is so insignificant to being a a grown-up to being an adult it doesn't it makes no fucking difference like maybe you've been with this person your whole entire life do you remember the first time like to a t losing like is it so significant to you honestly because i've grown up the way that i did and because i have the opinions of sex that i do now virginity doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything for guys why should it mean anything for girls it is literally some backwoods fucking thing years and years ago where a woman had to remain pure in order for her to not be received or perceived as damaged goods. That's it. It doesn't matter if you never had sex or whatever. Like, if you had sex with one man, you were perceived as damaged goods. Like, I don't know if anybody watches Bridgerton. Bridgerton? So fucking good. I've watched it back to back. It is such a good fucking... Oh my god, I'm in love with it. But just in those times where, like, women who had sex multiple times, like, out of wedlock were looked down on. They weren't classy women. And today, you should not look at other people who've had sex and be like, wow, you're a trashy fucking bitch. No! Sex is sex. It's enjoyable. We get pleasure off of it. It is not something that should be looked at as some awful thing and i'm when i'm older and if or when i have kids because right now i'm on the fence about having kids just because like they're a lot of fucking work and i i don't know it's up in the air but if i have daughters i don't want them to feel pressured into losing their virginity like making it seem like a big deal because guys don't think it's a big deal like guys barely remember like yeah they remember like the act and like yeah it was cool but they're not like pressured into being like oh if you lose your virginity you're a fucking whore you're whatever no they get fucking praised for it and it's so different from women because if we have sex with multiple people were looked at as like a whore damaged goods whatever and going back to like the whole physical thing i've had sex with a guy where it was just physical like after jailbait went to prison 
and I had broken up with him because I had stayed with him for like eight months after he went to prison, I was horny. Like, I wanted to get fucked. So, I picked the easiest guy that I knew. The guy that I knew that had sex with mul- like had said had sex with multiple women. I was like, I need someone who's not gonna question it, who's not gonna be like, oh, what do you like whatever, whatever, a one night stand. Because at that point I had like it had been almost a year since I had had sex and I felt like a fucking virgin again. I was like, I need some dick. So I messaged this kid that I knew that slept around. I was like, what are you doing? Do you want to hang out? Whatever. Do you know a spot where we could fuck? And most of my sex, whatever. Yeah. I didn't have sex in a bed until I was like 20. So I was like two years after losing my virginity that I like constantly had car sex or like on a couch because jailbait and I would spend the night at his sister's boyfriend's apartment pretty sure where they lived together not a big deal but it was like always so dirty and so gross and whatever and like it made me uncomfortable but like I was horny and I wanted to get dick so we would stay there and then after we broke up I messaged his kid I was like what are you doing like let's hang out and that was like the first time that I had had meaningless sex in order to just get it out of the way to see how it felt and it felt so fucking amazing like I don't have to text this person I don't have to like care about their well-being after I can just get off and then like go home and do whatever I want to do it was kind of weird because like I'm an emotional person and after that happened, I was like, why hasn't he texted me? Like, this is kind of weird. And then I'd have to, like, slap myself in the face and be like, no, this isn't what you wanted. Like, you kind of have to, like, train your brain in order for you, like, no, I don't want any emotions attached to it. I don't care. And, like, yeah, some guys I would talk to, I would, like, have feelings for them. But I wouldn't be, like, too crazy I guess about it like I don't want a relationship with there was one guy who I really liked and he was my elementary school crush and I actually like wanted a relationship with him because he was nice to talk to he was a good guy he was smart he was going places like he had something going for him and he was just all around a nice guy and the sex was really great and that that's like those are all great qualities like and it I think it wasn't great because I was emotionally invested and we had kind of got gone on a date to see um Black Panther so it wasn't just like a let's hang out let's do this thing and then I'll never see you again we went, we technically went on a date. He, did he buy the, t- I think he bought the tickets and then I bought the snack because equality, bitch. I'm all about it. Fairness. Me. That's who. Anyway, um, we like also went to the mall because he wanted some like bandanas or something for snowboarding, I think. And then we found this spot. We had sex. I'm pretty sure it was in a church parking lot. Sorry to my religious people listening. I've had sex in a church parking lot. Um, and honestly, I don't know if this is going to upset someone, but I don't really think like you have to go to church in order to believe God. Like if you like when I was little and I like fully believed in God, I was like, Churches are kind of ridiculous because, like, if I truly believe in God, like, he's with me. Like, my home is also his temple, you know? But, like, a church is just a building. And I think the people are what make it so important. So, like, you could have a pastor, or is that the right word? A pastor or something? Come to your house. And that could be your church. So I think, like, churches as just, like, 
labeled as like a building are it's not really fair in my opinion like a church can be anything a church can be like your house where you where you practice your religion i actually don't know what makes it like so sacred do they bless it i don't know we're not going to get into it anyway i had sex in a church parking lot it was great had a great time and then after we had sex we went to 7-eleven got an ice cream and i do remember that i got this fucking cone king or something like it's the other version of a drumstick and i went to go lick it or like get the peanut or whatever off and my fucking cone broke i was like oh my god so i just ate it like like broken in front of it he's like do you want mine i was like no 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 it's okay i'm pretty sure he ended up buying me the snack this was so nice but then i dropped him off at his house and uh i went home and we texted a couple times after that and I was like, you know, I'm kind of, like, starting to like you a lot. And he was like, yeah, well, I'm not looking for a relationship. And you know what? Sometimes it happens. And I don't think that it was... You shouldn't have any negative feelings if somebody's like, I don't like you. I don't like you like that. I'm not looking for a relationship. Like, just respect it. It's okay. Move on. Maybe they'll come back around. It happens. And... You shouldn't give the person too much of a hard time if they're not in the same boat as you emotionally. Because sometimes it happens. It's okay. It's perfectly normal. Like, you wouldn't want somebody, like, doing that to you and then, like, oh, I'm not interested in dating you. And they're like, why not? Aren't I good enough for you? You fucking hate me? Blah, 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 blah. This and this. Like, relax. It has nothing to do with you. I'm just not emotionally invested like you are. You know, we had a great time. It was fine. But I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for. And that's okay. I, there was one time I was having sex with this guy on a side street at dark. And he wore a condom. And we went at it for like an hour And the condom broke inside of me, the top part of the condom, and I ended up finding it in my fucking panties a couple days later because the, your pussy, like, flushes things out. Like, that's normal. That's healthy. If your vagina doesn't do that, then there's a fucking problem. But, like, he didn't come inside me or the condom, so it was fine. I ended like that was the first guy that I actually like swallowed. Yeah. It was a uh, it's very interesting. For anyone who this is going to be kind of gross. So, just prepare yourself. For anyone who hasn't swallowed a load of cum, be very careful because depending on the person's like diet, Dietary shit is so important. Like, depending on how much salt or fruit or whatever we consume, it affects our taste of our body, of our liquids. Sometimes it tastes like nothing, but guys are very, I don't know, sensitive when it comes to dietary stuff because it tastes sometimes it tastes like a spoon full of salt it is disgusting it is awful and the texture the consistency of it tastes like have you if you've ever had a cold and you've had to basically not cough but like up mucus that's the tech that's the consistency of cum mucus it's like thick and weird at first and like sometimes it's like salty and then it like in a way it kind of melts in the consistency like it then turns more watery it's so weird it is so weird Looking like a little 
toaster strudel after <laughs> a little cinnamon roll. That's my nickname is fucking cinnamon roll. I love looking like a little cinnamon roll, a little fucking pastry. No. But anyway, um, I just, <laughs> please don't fucking hate me. like a toaster strudel after the fact um give me a towel no but anyway um it all depends on the type of person you are like some girls like it some girls don't and you know what don't make fun of people who are spitters don't don't be saying spitters are quitters because sometimes i want to be a quitter it is it is just sometimes it's just too salty and you just have to like pucker your lips and like make this weird face and it's just sometimes it's just not even worth it but more power to you i do it almost every time it is oh my god i don't even want to get the fuck into it but i mean too late i've already gotten into it whatever how long have I been doing this? I don't even know how long I've been going, but whatever. We're just going to keep talking. There, I'm trying not to feel uncomfortable doing this because I don't think my parents listen and I really hope to God that they don't, but like, I only talk like this to my best friend or to like other girls. I'm not like, it's very weird talking to like people on the internet about this stuff because it is vulgar and I'm just gonna have to get used to it because I'm pretty vulgar myself like off the mic I'm I say the pretty much the first thing that comes to my fucking mind and if it's vulgar and disturbing sorry that's just me I say it and I try to gauge on people who are kind of like like that stuff or whatever like I'm very very sexual, very vulgar, weird about words and stuff. Like one of my best friends, um, she's like, you're the, you're the vulgar parts of my brain because you just say the first things that come to your mind and that's just it. And you like, I'm very blunt. I know that I can be an asshole when I say things and sometimes it's not fair, whatever else. But I'm just very blunt and sometimes I try to not hurt people's feelings, but sometimes it does happen and I don't know. But just the, and if you don't like, you know, vulgar stuff, that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't, it shouldn't make you like a prude or anything. You shouldn't get made fun of. You shouldn't have a hard time. People shouldn't be mean to you because you aren't like talking about dicks and pussies and like cum and whatever else and that's okay and people need to respect it and that's the part where you should like draw boundaries draw those lines but if people are also pressuring you and do have sex it's okay to say no and if they get mad at you for saying no it's not it's not right it just, it's not right and you know that that person doesn't respect you. And you should never feel pressured into having sex with somebody. And if they say like, oh, you're giving me blue balls, whatever, I'm pretty sure that's fake. It's just an excuse to get you, to for them to get in your pants. It's not, I don't think it's real. Another thing like, oh, if you like loved me, you would have sex with me, blah, 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 blah. Fuck that shit. If somebody says that to you, just be like, I guess I don't love you. Because nobody should ever make you feel like your body is theirs. Ever. It is yours. If somebody is making you feel like your body is not your own, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. 
because there is no reason somebody should ever peer pressure you into having sex, losing your virginity, doing drugs, doing something that you don't want to do. If somebody is pressuring you into doing anything that you do not feel 100% comfortable with, get the fuck out of that situation. Figure out a way, like, play it nonchalant and make an excuse like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. If you're at their house, be like, yeah, like, let me just go freshen up. Like, let me go to the bathroom. Where's your bathroom at? Like, oh, can you get me water? Like, get them distracted. Do something. Like, make sure that they're doing something away from you and get the fuck out. Make sure that you have an escape route just in case. If you're at a restaurant and somebody's, like, not they're not feeling the way like you're not feeling comfortable make an excuse say i need to go to the bathroom whatever get your purse and if they ask you be like oh i'm on my period or oh like i kind of had a headache i have like whatever in my purse and it's like in the little pouch that i have and i'm just gonna take my purse with me and get the fuck out or ask a server employee to help you out there's another way to do that as well. It is never your responsibility to make somebody else like you. That's a good one. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, it's never your responsibility to make someone feel comfortable because that's not the case either. Like you want to make sure people are comfortable, but if they are making you feel uncomfortable about anything, like sex, virginity, whatever. It's not your responsibility to make them comfortable. You have to worry about yourself and how you're feeling. And it is okay to be a little fucking selfish. It's okay. It's not going to make you a terrible person if you're concerned with everyone's feelings or whatever. Like, it's, what was I saying? It's not going to make you a selfish person. If you care about how you're feeling when it's, involving a person that you don't know that's a better way to say it like there have been many times where i've been talking to a guy when i was younger and the first oh my fucking god if you're talking to a guy and the first question that they asks what ask is are you a virgin get the fuck out that's a that's that's no bueno no 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 because that tells you right there that the only thing that they want is sex if you're like oh let's play the question game and the first question that they ask you or even if it's the fifth question if they utter the words are you a virgin in the beginning they shouldn't even fucking ask you that first of all it's not their goddamn business if they ask you are you a virgin you don't have to answer it. You do not have to answer. Just like if somebody asks you, oh, what's your body count? Body count being how many people have you slept with? None of their fucking business. Doesn't matter. They don't need to know. If Because no matter what you say, it's going to give a negative response. Like, oh, I've had sex with 10 people. What? You've had sex with 10 people? What the fuck is wrong with you, you whore? Or, oh, I've had sex with one person. They're like, wow, you're a fucking prude, you stupid bitch. Like, those are both negative responses. Like, what's what's the proper amount? What's the proper amount for somebody to be happy with that? Four? Like, oh yeah, four's a good number. Oh, I've had sex with four people? Oh yeah, four's a good number. That's solid. What? I don't think there's a positive response to any of that. So in order to save yourself from somebody like giving you shit about it, just don't even answer. Like, what's the point of this question? There's no point. There's no purpose. Because it's it's nobody's goddamn business. Oh, I get so fucking heated about it. But nobody should ever 
pressure you and sex is not that big of a fucking deal losing your virginity you will forget about it year years later it has no significance it has no significance to your value it has no significance on who you are as a person it has no significance on anything to do with who you are it just means like you've had sex you've experienced this thing that everyone does once in their life or at least once in their life it just makes you human if you enjoy sex it doesn't make you a bad person either it makes you human do things that make you feel good that's a good way to live because why would you do something that makes you feel bad you wouldn't and if you are honey we have to talk because life is too short and you should not feel people shouldn't make you feel negative about things that you want to do because life is short there you go there that's my point it's losing your virginity is so insignificant and i used to think that it was so important and i would tell people like oh i'm gonna wait till i'm married to have sex And I remember being at this summer camp and it was like a military summer camp. So like for military kids and I would always have the best time because I would be so happy to be away from my parents and just have my independence. Like I loved being away from my family. I loved it. I loved having my independence and doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do. It was fantastic the best like the best memories i have are at this summer camp and the oldest that it it was like what are the age ranges like from 14 to 17 i remember talking to this girl and she was like very like comfortable and with uh, most of the guys because they were all the same age and she she was very friendly with them not like i don't want to be like in a slutty way like She just got along with guys better, and that's okay. Some of us do. Not because, like, we're trying to shame other women, but, like, some girls just grow up around guys and know how to hang out with them. Sometimes it takes lots of practice. Like, honestly, my sense of humor matches more of men's than a lot of other things. Um, I just realized that my fucking computer wasn't charging. Sorry, I just had to get up and plug in my computer because it wasn't fucking charging. That would have been a terrible disaster. Anyway, um, this girl was very comfortable around other guys. And I remember I was 14, about to turn, no, I just turned 15. But I told her, I was like, I want to lose my virginity when I'm married. And she kind of put it in a different perspective. She was like, that is unrealistic. And she didn't really laugh at me. She did it in a really nice way. But the guys kind of chuckled to themselves, not in a mean way either. But she was like you'll probably meet somebody later on in life and they will change your mind and you will want to give them this piece of you and that's okay. It doesn't mean it's bad. And I was like, oh. So I like thought about it more and she was fucking right because I fell in love with someone I wanted to give them a piece of myself because I love them so much. And it meant a lot to me at that time. Like, I love you so much. I want you to be the first person that is, like, part of me in a way. Like, I want you, you're so special to me that I want you to have something of me in a emotional sense but after thinking about it as a fucking adult i'm like doesn't really make a difference like 
I've been in love multiple times. I've, you know, had a long-term relationship with my current boyfriend. And I love him more than I did my previous loves. And it doesn't matter that I didn't lose my virginity. It just matters that I feel this emotional connection to him. And people who put that pressure on girls and young guys, but it's not really a pressure on young guys. It's mainly a pressure on young girls to be this like, you're, you have to be this whole full thing in order for you to be perceived as like, this great person or whatever that's not the case it doesn't matter most of the time nobody gives a fuck and nobody really asks you they kind of just assume unless you tell people but the moral of this episode is don't let society's so-called rules and judgment and whatever affect you thinking that you are not this whole person and have to be this full thing in order for you to function and if you lose your virginity you're fucking you're a fucking whore like that's not true it's It's whatever you want. It's whatever you feel. And that's part of like taking control and setting boundaries. And it's very important throughout life. And I just want to help change people's perspective on that because I've had to change my perspective on that. And you know what? If you don't, that's okay. Because I want people to respect other people. That's just, it is what it is. I think we should all respect each other. And the world would be so much fucking better if we just respect each other's views and opinions and whatever else. Unless your opinion is fucking stupid, like pro-life or whatever. I don't fucking know. But thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could do me a small favor and follow slash subscribe to my podcast, that would be fucking awesome. Don't forget, my Instagram is Migdalia Bonilla, M-I-G-D-A-L-I-A-B-O-N-I-L-L-A-A, and the Happy Abandonment podcast, Instagram, whatever, just Happy Abandonment, all one word. I'll see you at Bandy's next Sunday for the fucking finale. Fucking final. It is a final fucking episode of season one. I'm so fucking excited. Next weekend, bitches. I fucking love you.